Hey, Mama. Hey, Mama. Hey, Mama. What you doing? Hello, friends. Welcome to Co-Parenting, your Thrive Guide podcast. My name is Deborah Lene, and I am the host of the podcast. And thank you so much for joining me again this week. I am so grateful that you have chosen to join me once again. You know, I was thinking this week, coming up, it's going to be a year um, since I created the podcast. And whoa, I can't believe it. So much has happened in the past year, 2020. And now 2021 has certainly been crazy for everyone. And I just can't believe I it's been 10 months since I've been doing this. And I just can't believe it. It's kind of crazy. But again, I'm so grateful that you have chosen to join me again this week. I in my world, it has been a great week. Ava, or sorry, Bree, my oldest child has come into town from Toronto. And of course, super excited that she is here in town. And Ava did not know we kept it a surprise for her. And um, she, <laughs> I'll post it on social media, the video of her when she sees Brie, because she didn't know she was coming. So it was really fun. And so Brie and I and Ava have had an awesome weekend. In thinking about this week's episode, as you all know, I try to always make things relative to what's going on in my world. And we've had a little issue this week with social media and my 10 year old. And, you know, this can be such a tough world to navigate. As you all know, TikTok is the thing that the kids love to go to. And so I have had an issue with some of her wanting to be on it, what she posts on social media, um, what she posts on TikTok. And so it has been a huge discussion in my house this week. And so in researching for today's show, I came across an awesome website that I wanted to share with you guys. It's called WeStartNow.org, and they have some great resources. And I thought that I would share with you some guideposts today for social media for children and families. And this website has what they call rules of thumb for families. They talk about, and I'm going to share it in today's episode, about how we think about social media and how we think about our children being on social media and kind of some rules of thumb and some assessments and things we need to think about before our children get on social media. And I have to say, like, I didn't I did a little research before um, Ava got on some social media, but I I must admit, I didn't do a ton until we had this issue come up this week. And so I really this week have started, you know, really digging in and getting involved in what it means to have control over my 10 year old and her social media. So instead of recreating the wheel, as one might say, I have taken the rules of thumb from We Start Now, and there is a PDF on their website. I'm going to link it in the show notes, but you can also go to their website. It is, they just have some really great resources. And um, I'm going to just share with you their 
what they call start method for families. So the first one is start with yourself. And so what they're saying in the start method is when you start with yourself, you model healthy tech use behavior in yourself, and then the children will model that behavior. So I guess studies have shown that an average person checks their smartphone about 80 times a day, which is crazy if you think about it, but I'm sure I do, because of course I do a lot of, of stuff on social media. So if our children, if they see us using our smartphones, our iPads, laptops, with intention, and embracing and what we support for our core values, then that they will start modeling that behavior. And of course, you know, we are not perfect. But if we take a a good look and an honest look at how we use tech and what our digital habits are, this can be a really good step towards building empathy and trust and really what they call in the rules of thumb digital health as a family. The T method is is or the T in the start method is called turn in zones. And so what they're saying is to create a device free rhythms and spaces. So establish device free zones throughout your daily routine. So you want to take time away from the phone to recharge and reconnect with each other. And of course, a great place to start is mealtimes and of course, bedtimes. And try keeping the phone out of sight while you're eating. And then have kids charge their devices outside of their bedrooms at night. And I know for sure I am guilty of just, you know, letting Ava use her last hour before she goes to bed or 30 minutes or whatever of screen time. And so instead giving them like 30 minutes of downtime or an hour of downtime without their iPhone can really be a healthy way to teach our kids to unplug from the phone. And the benefits of this regular unplugging can be come lifelong habits that will help our own mental health and our children's mental health as well. The A in the start method stands for accountability. It says that we apply filters, settings and openness. And of course, there's no filters uh, on parental control products. That's 100% foolproof, right? We know that our children deserve the highest level of filters we can provide. And so for additional accountability, avoid the children using devices in private, like when no one else is around. And this can be the first line of defense, right, for our children, and making sure that we establish that control of, you know, the door is going to be open, we're going to be, you're not going to be going somewhere private with the door shut, whatever, and using your device. Um, Now, we know it's not going to be foolproof, but as adults, 
if there is a mistake, if there is something inappropriate, not okay, that we should, of course, remain calm and make sure our children know that we are the safe ones to go to. So we don't further alienate our children. The R in the START method is ride, practice and drive. We start now org they have it is called a digital driver's ed and it's ride practice drive and I just wanted to share with you and of course it's going to be in the show notes as well number one ride is are they prepped and ready and so establishing the core values creating a family screen plan of course, strengthening the relationship with your child and then introducing topics. So you can test drive it yourself. So before you say yes to any new device or any new app, we can try it as parents, we can try it out for ourselves and familiarize ourselves with it. So obviously, the more that we learn about what your child will experience, the better it will be. So part of the ride practice drive, so the number one ride, so test drive it for ourselves. So any new apps or any new devices that the children want, we need to test those out. Number two, practice. Continue to use your device-free zones like mealtimes, bedrooms, etc. Establish ownership, which I think is crucial. The parents, we the parents own the device, right? And we own the app. And the children are basically, quote, leasing the right to use it. And those boundaries need to be established. I always tell Ava, I don't care if your dad bought the phone, or if your dad bought the iPad, or if you bought the iPad. I am still, I provide the electricity to charge it. And I pay for the maintenance plan on it. And it is mine and it can be taken away. So it is not just yours. I provide the internet access to it. And so allowing, so when we practice for our children, our guidelines, just letting them know, I, this is, I'm in charge of this, right? I think that texting should only be to a small number of friends. And of course, it can be group friends and on the apps, only allow certain apps, the children add new apps, teach the kids to read the reviews. And you can always control the settings on the app as a parental control. Number three, drive. So ride, practice, drive. So when you're thinking about, you know, you would never put a 16 year old kid out on the road without first practicing, right? So just like we don't want our kids just navigating the internet and not having any clear guidelines. We want a very healthy digital world and a responsible way in which to navigate that world. I think that it's important on all social media for our children that we know all the logins and passwords. And there are some apps that I in my research have found out about where you can monitor Um, It's called Bark, B-A-R-K, and that is an app that's used for monitoring children's devices. And so you can use that. And all 
I think that you should start with a shared account, a shared family account, and you can discuss everything and all their posts and what they're going to post. And you can limit the number of friends and you can block unwanted solicitation posts or reject messages from strangers. It's important that we as parents, even though it takes extra work, I know we can log in and we can look around and look at the content and look at what they're posting, look at what they're using as hashtags so that we know what exactly our children are doing. And we want to coach our children to use screen time plus the family link to self-monitor. This should encourage healthy tech habits, right? And hopefully discourage bad ones. And as always, you know, accidents are bound to happen. So we don't need to freak out when they do. And always make sure that you become a safe harbor for your children that they can tell you anything. So that is part of the start method, the ride, practice and drive. And I just thought it was such a great, (laughs) a great rule of these rules of thumb are just so awesome. And that's why I thought I would share them with you. And um, the last T is part of the start method is time well spent. So we want to connect online plus offline. So we need to keep our eye on what matters most, the life and the person that is right in front of you. So we need to be intentional about deepening connections with people in your family, and people in our family and our communities, both online and offline, and really show our kids how to be captivated by life and not screens. And I thought that was such a great thing. That's what I read in um, on this website. So to be captivated by life, not screens. I love that. And we can teach our children to ask the simple questions. At the end of your life, all you have is time and attention. What will you say was time well spent. I love that. So this is all about teaching kids really quality, good digital health. So I'm going to give you these rules of thumb real quick. The S is start with yourself. The T is turn in zones. So create a, a create a digital free space. A is accountability. R is ride, practice, drive, and T is time well spent. I hope that you have found these guideposts for quality digital health helpful for you. I know I have. Please link in the show notes. And then also this week, I will be posting on social media. WeStartNow.org is the website I used for this podcast and It's just a really, really great resource. I hope you all have a wonderful week and I look forward to connecting to you all next week and be sure to give me any feedback that you would like on the show and I look forward to talking to you all next week. Hey mamas, thank you so much for joining me again today on Co-Parenting Your Thrive Guide podcast. You can download your free Thrive Guide on my website at deborahlinnae.com. 
If you enjoyed the show today, don't forget to rate and review me wherever you get your podcast. It really goes in supporting the podcast and I would really appreciate your feedback, good or bad. I would love to hear from you. My new podcast comes out every Monday, so please join me next Monday. Until next time, I am Deborah Lene, and remember for this week to lead your conversations with honesty, clarity, and love, and always give grace extended.